I was like, it was super late at night. Was that last night? Yeah, I think so. Okay, no. super late yeah, at night, and yeah. I was like, I was like, Alex, come play some Factorio, and he's like, nah. And then like ten minutes later, we're in game, and I'm like, Alex, come play Factorio, and Chad, I'll let you tell it from there. I looked over the screen and I was like, nah, he's uh, watching a video of a hot knife cutting post-it notes. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't even kidding. It just the delivery was great. It was just a guy that had a knife that he was just heating up to like a thousand degrees oh, with blowtorches. I, I, is that a good video? Because oh, I saw that. Is I that a good video? <laughs> I saw that on my list of videos to watch. Did it's, that like instantly light the paper on fire? Yeah, it did. Nice. <laughs> And then it cut through. He also did like a like a block of cheese, and it just sizzled like instantly. Like <laughs> cooked the cheese as he put the knife through it, and he did like a bottle of coke, and it just melted through the plastic. Wow! And the, like the soap makes it evaporated sound. the coke. Yeah, the soap is like a hissing like whistle when he cuts through it. You found the video. <laughs> oh gosh! Wow! Wow! Oh man! Well, this hey, so, top um, five video. Top five YouTube videos of 2016. <laughs> there you go. I haven't watched enough of those to know. Okay, so real quick. Um, we, I, I, we were talking about this earlier. We, um, Owen brought up the fact that we should have done this with movies and possibly with board games, which then I got real sad because we didn't do anything with board games. So I was thinking since we're not going to be doing videos of board games, maybe we can do that as one of our first podcasts for 2017. I'm fine with that. A top five board games released this year? No, yeah. just in general. I would <laughs> what do in general? general? Oh, what I don't know came how out many this year? board games I've played that came out this year. There's I've my played problem. Four that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, the ping pong ball just gets I've played fire. two. I can think of one. Is your well, one Thornwatch? <laughs> oh. oh, it's not. It I can think of trailer two. expansion. <laughs> because <laughs> Owen said Thornwatch earlier, and I was like, is that even actually out like for real? Or is that just mm. on tabletop? It's, only on tabletop, well, but it was fun. It. I it mean, was there's fun. a print and play version that's out for real. Well, regardless, maybe mm. we do a top two or top three of board games and then top or five of movies or something. Or we could just talk about board games that we liked this year. We could. We could. Top we can, one board games that, that came out this year. <laughs> top one board games. Board games that we liked this year. Yeah. Uh, Jake said Thornwatch. That was a lot wait, of fun. Wait, I thought we weren't doing this now, though. I thought we were not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Owen, we bring you on, and this is what happened. Damn it. <laughs> well, look, I was making it fast. Look, we played Thornwatch. We played the new Betrayal <laughs> expansion. Everyone liked it. The end. We have already been over this. Don't no, make that's it fast. not all of them. No, I'm not letting that be it. Nope. All right. God damn it. <laughs> well, uh, this, this, uh, this podcast, what we're going to be doing is a... Like we talked about in our last podcast, talk about our top five video games that we played, not specifically that we just, I guess nobody looked at the entire list of 2016 video games and then picked five that they think were the best, right? No. And it, nobody did that. God damn it, Alex. That's because Alex probably played every game that came out in 2016. No, I didn't. Alex, we evaluated the, the you know, your Steam library. We know how much money you spend on games. So there's, a, there's a chance you've not played Not how many games I've them. played, though. How many games I bought is completely different from how many games I played. Uh, valid. Okay, well, either way. Um, actually, I might as well just go say welcome. Chad, you mind if I welcome? Chad? Is Chad even there? I'm Chad going again? to... Hi, people. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to this awesome podcast. Oh, and shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, for the record, if I have to like leave suddenly, it's probably because I'm just going to puke like in my toilet because I'm super, sick? super sick. 
What? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> just warning. Just welcome on your keyboard. Man, this is, no, guys, can we just take a moment to like s- look at his dedication? He's yeah. like doing a podcast while he's puking. Yeah, but he's leaving to I'm puke. Not currently puking. I need you to get a bucket and then like no. put your head and the microphone like near the lid of the bucket <laughs> while you do it. I'm pretty sure you'd hear it if I just left my mic on because my mic points like directly at the bathroom. Oh, yeah. oh that's like, the bathroom's like hey, directly behind me. From I'm totally mic. not editing that Aaron, out. By did the way. you want to uh, intro us? I didn't. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know if you did. That's what I was asking you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We started. Uh, what? I'm sorry. I, I had to do the Travis. We started. Oh gosh, thanks, Travis. Who's Travis? <laughs> <laughs> A relevant question. That's <laughs> uh, valid. That's oh god um what, so what what's up stupid forecast notes uh what's up guys welcome to forecast this is episode 23 that's actually pretty impressive uh we have a super special christmas podcast Did which is 43 uh, 23 23 oh, dang um one, one day so, so we have a super special christmas podcast we're not necessarily talking specifically about christmas but we're kind of theming it around uh our top five video games that we played in 2016 um and so like we said related to christmas no not yeah. really i mean hey <laughs> yay it's christmas time Woohoo! um that's oh, wow. that's it that's the christmas themed um so we we what we kind of mentioned earlier was that we're, we weren't quite ready to rank uh movies or board games so we're going to move those back um after the holidays from one of our first casts of 2017 maybe not the first because we may do some actual forecasting our first episode of 2017 look forward maybe i don't know okay I like tell the weather I know, right? <laughs> it's really boring. No. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and read the Farmer's Almanac. Um, <laughs> so if this is your first time listening, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, the Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast. We produce this every other Thursday. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash where the horizon community, or you can check us out at wearetheHorizon.com. Uh, we also post all our cast, no- cast notes on uh, the website, so you can go check it out there. And we'll probably put links to all of these games that we're talking about. Um, as we as we rank so uh the one thing i think we didn't decide on was how exactly we were going to format how we were talking about our top five games this is the easiest way for us to do this um first of all we have to set up the rules so that way our listeners know the rules of how we picked our top five uh and then after we mention that uh we're gonna just go through what everyone's fifth you know their least favorite of their top five and then that's probably going to be someone's third or fourth. And then they'll just be like, you know, hey, I had three. I had that for my third. But, I, you know, this is why. And then we'll just discuss why we have that place where it is. And then we'll just go to four and then three and then two and then one. Yeah, I've heard a good way of doing it is doing it like that. Except when your lower one is lower on somebody else's. Like it's higher on somebody else's list than it is on yours. You wait until they do it. And then you talk about it. It's higher on their list. I don't know. Mm. That's stupid. Well, so we don't know what we'd have to reveal all our list, list to yeah. everyone then. Right. Well, no, <laughs> whatever. It ju- it'd just be like someone would say, like, oh, my fifth favorite game is, you know, The Culling. And someone would be like, oh, <laughs> I have For the that record, one later. No we'll talk fifth. about it. <laughs> yeah. That would be easy enough. Yeah. yeah. So we do that. Okay. And cool. we compile, I think we do, we put all the games on the list. Yep. And then we kind of. In kind Italian. of the reverse order that we have, we're going up, and then we can kind of make adjustments and try to get something into the top five. Okay. 
Okay, I still have an issue where I still have six games in my list that I don't oh, know which that, one to that's get rid a of. Cross issue. one out. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know which we, one. We did. We did talk about. I did mention that your idea of doing one honorable mention. Alex nixed that in about three seconds, so you can oh, fight him over that. If well, you because really want it. I think we could do honorable mention. I think honorable mention has to be like this game was special for a specific reason, but not necessarily held up to the bar of quality of the other ones. Not just like a, this was sixth place. I have a really good one for that. Some of mine that are possibly sixth place also fit like that category. Which is why (laughs) they're not Okay, that would work then. (laughs) I have a lot of honorable mentions because they all came out last year. (laughs) And I played them this year and I was like, holy crap, they're amazing. Well, we can. How about this? We'll do our list, and then we'll go back, and we'll just kind of just highlight some honorable mentions we had on our list. All right, that sounds good. Mm, okay. Alphabetical order. Okay. Well, first off, we <laughs> oh, need to let okay. people know what our rules of picking our five were. So, uh, did we have rules? This. There were rules. Like there is no DLC. Oh yeah, DLC doesn't count. Had to be a full game release that came out in the year 2016. Right. So, so and like, the first time, I this. it could be something that was in early access, but then was released in 2016. Correct. As full game. Yes. I, I vetoed the no DLC. Yeah, too bad. DLC yeah, this is isn't not a democracy. A f- like, it's not a game. It's Unless an add-on. it's like a full standalone thing. Yep. Like, what you was mean, the? It was uh, what was that game? Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon. Yeah, like if it's that. Something yeah. like that. You can because... buy it and play it without purchasing the original game. Yeah. Because unfortunately, valid. yeah, and I think that's a valid, valid way to do it. So you can, no, so you can count it if it's not if you can buy it as a standalone and play it by itself. So, for instance, if you just bought the Call of Duty multiplayer thing, that's not everything. Doesn't have zombies. Doesn't have campaign. That would count. I guess. I'm not the saying multiplayer that's on my starter list. pack <laughs> thing. That's like fifteen dollars or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> My Just question clarifying. is, why was this all not discussed before we started recording? I don't know. Uh, We're like terrible at coordinating these kind of things. The, this I was mean, discussed. Yeah, it was discussed. We the, just wanted to let people know what the rules were. So when they go like, hey, why the hell didn't you put, I don't know, Fallout, you know, Nuka-Cola World on your list as top five? It's because we're not considering it as a game. Hmm. And we're letting people know what we are considering and what the rules of it were. So who wants to go first with their number five pick now that we have the rule out of the way? Alex seems to think we're going in alphabetical order, but I think if we're doing that, then we're going to move one person down every time we go up a number on the list. Okay. I'll start, okay. Oh, and then next round, Alex can start. As long as someone else confusing. takes track of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, before we get started, though, we, we mentioned our rules for how we picked. Uh, what what are what are we uh, able to say about each game when we kind of highlight them? Do we have like, any whatever? Is it just Do a we, sentence? Yeah. I don't. What do you want? The only thing I can think of this is why I like. We're it. talking about thirty games, which means if we each only talk for two minutes per game, that's an hour. Assuming we don't have any overlap. Well, right. I which assume we'll have we will some certainly overlap. have a lot of overlap. I think. I the only thing I can think of about. Not saying something is, do we want to say spoilers? We should probably oh. just say spoilers for pretty much everything we're talking about. Yes. Why don't we just not talk about spoilers? No <laughs> spoilers. I that's feel like that's really, manageable. It's going to be hard. Is it? Yeah, because I just get on a roll. 
like I'm on a pedestal and I'm just talking and then I lose track of what I'm talking about. Mm, you got to get on your soapbox. It goes south. It really goes south quick. And also, it's hard to say I really loved this game because of the ending or something like that and then not being able to talk about the ending. All right. How about the okay. first round? You give like a 15 to 30 second pitch. Yeah. Okay. And then, Like a two second <laughs> just to elevator pitch. One more thing I think we should do is... Um, probably, uh, cause I'm, I guarantee you people are going to pick games that everybody thinks are just absolute trash. So try not to trash them too hard when they pick things that you don't like. <laughs> yeah. I, I will, right. uh, I will say this. I mean, I have Owen of... had the culling possibly in his top five. <laughs> and, and in my defense, I played like all of eight games that actually came out this year. So I actually had to, like, that was up there only because it was a game that was released in 2016 that I played. Yep. No, it's okay. All I'm saying is. Keep it light, keep it hearty. Let's just make sure that we don't just absolutely destroy people because they didn't play enough games and yeah. so they have something crappy on their list. And I do have some interesting picks, but I have good reasons for the, my interesting picks. Excellent. I will say that. Okay. Uh, who's who's taking, who's writing all these down? Is somebody doing this? It's in the forecast notes. Okay. Well, everybody who, who's in them, just write them down as we go. Um, all right. Here we go. Top five. And I guess I'm starting. Uh, my number five was Doom 2016. Um, okay. It was my number five because it took me back to what the original Doom was. I actually kind of laughed when I heard that uh, Chad and I think both you and Alex had bought it at one point, right? No, Alex didn't have it yet. It was just you and you were doing the playthrough and I was kind of like, uh, I played Doom 3, didn't really like it. I kind of imagined it was going to be the same Oops. thing, but the storyline is great. The music is fantastic, and the play style is back to what it used to be when Doom was Doom, and it took me back to some of my first video games that I ever played. So it's number five for me. Okay. Okay, right. now here's... <laughs> is, is, so here's the question. Is nobody commenting, or are we just moving on down the list? We're just going uh, to... I think we're going to move on. For it, okay, so. so I'm just... So just say I'm done when you're done, and then we'll move on to the next person. Just I think, like, yeah. This, watch Mumble do, to see your order. Yeah, we're going to do like a quick first round, I think. Okay, so. okay. That sounds okay. good. Um, the only comment I think other people should say is it's also on their list. Yep. Yeah. All right. So my number five, I have The Witness. Um, puzzle game. It's fantastic for providing the eureka moment of something clicking in your head and you finally understanding like this thing that's seemingly the same as everything else being different for a specific reason. And it's fantastic for its design of being able to do that repeatedly nonstop throughout the entire experience over and over and over and over. Okay. That's my pitch. Chad. Chad. Okay, you guys said alphabetical. Caleb's name comes <laughs> I know. before mine. <laughs> I know. Alphabetical I know. based on mumble, uh, I think, was what Aaron meant. <clears throat> um, yeah, my five pick is, is Doom 2016. Woop woop. Nice. Uh, wait, did Alex just say that? No. Witness. No, cool. I um, Aaron did. Sorry, I was more concerned with the order because I was like trying to figure out if I was going to go next. Yeah, yeah it's easier to do by mumble, I guess. <laughs> I feel like you yeah. can't, wait. you can't stop, you can't, you have to have Doom stylized correctly. Correctly, We is can't actually call lowercase O's and M. Well, no, no, I'm just writing it. It's actually just called Doom, but okay. I can't. I wonder how that was being said. So I was making sure. I know, but I. They're well, not going to give that we're the talking original about the first Doom one game of 2016. <laughs> 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 That's exactly. weird. Thank you. So when I was playing through Doom, um, 
it wasn't your typical modern shooter in my opinion um and i just had a lot of fun playing through it just because i loved wrecking face oh uh gosh. just running into a room and just like jumping around the map shooting every weapon because your ammo runs out on like almost everything and just mailing everybody to get health back it was just great no clips glory kills that basically makes that game all right um jake jake could be next okay um so get ready for a controversial pick Okay. <laughs> that I don't, don't think anybody else plays. It's Panzer Medals. It is. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I vote that's a good one. I'm gonna acknowledge right off the bat, it probably doesn't actually deserve to be on this list. But in terms of enjoyment, had hours spent an impact on my life. It definitely had the biggest impact of any of the games on my list. Oh, Jake. But since it's not actually like a great game, I'm gonna give it five. But it's this really fun. Is... It's really funny. This I right here is say, why we keep you around, so you can bring these weird I games to comment. I loved watching Jake play that game. I loved playing that game. It all works out. I think this is maybe the perfect example of what a honorable mention should be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. Caleb. Yeah, it's me. Uh, my five, which we will almost certainly talk about later, is Titanfall 2. Five? Okay. I'm yeah. not going to say anything. Okay. <laughs> yep. So we're going to talk about that later. All right. Yes. My fifth, and I know you guys have played this. My my number five that came out this year was Ultimate Chicken Horse. <laughs> because, <laughs> and I will say, this is why I have that on there is the fact that I have never, I mean, there have been games back in the day of like N64, but being able to relive a game that I could just put onto a TV, hand out controllers to people, and I didn't really have to explain much. It was very simple, and it was just fun to play with a group of four people on my couch. I was all about that. That <laughs> that just brings me back to the reason why I like gaming so much is because you play it with friends. You play it with people, and then you talk about it as you play it. It's not just like, oh, here, let me play this game alone by myself in a corner. So I really did like Ultimate Chicken Horse. Okay. Okay. Um, round one, we had just just for comment, we had uh, Doom, The Witness, Doom again, Panzer Matles, Titanfall two, and Ultimate Chicken Horse. And we're gonna move okay. one down on the list every time. Don't forget. So Alex, yeah. you're starting round two. So my number four is Fury, F U R I. That's not how you spell that. <laughs> <laughs> this game is just basically a uh, hack and slash boss rush game. Uh, you've got only a few attacks and uh, dodge to as your tools and you basically just have to be super precise in using them. It's a ton of fun. It's really hard. It's really rewarding. That's all I'll say about that right now. Chad. My number four is divinity original sin. Two. Um, I played a little bit with that. I played a little bit of that with, uh, Caitlin and just had a, a really good, a lot of fun. Um, the, Game is still in early access, so it's kind of buggy, but I think when it does fully come out, it'll be great. Um, yeah, that one actually would be on my list, were it not currently in early access, which yeah, I thought I, was off limits. But I played through the first act, and it was really, yeah. really great. Um, the, we basically explored almost, I think, every like nook and cranny of it, um, hopefully. 
we might have missed a few things, but it's, it seems like there's a lot of puzzle to it, but then there's a lot of uh, strategy to it as well. And also, screw you guys with your rules that you don't freaking text in the group chat because I'm never freaking around. Jake? Number four, I have Dishonored 2. Mm. I have a feeling we're going to talk about that later? Question mark? Not Caleb, for me. you're the only one? Not for, not you. for me either. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Sorry, you go might ahead. not talk it was, about it. I just cut it off of my list, so yeah, you can no, talk about it now. This one's honestly barely on mine. Uh, it feels... Very similar to the first Dishonored, which I liked. Like, it's still a lot of fun to teleport around and stab people in the throat. So, you know, it's got that going for it. But the story doesn't really seem to get up to much. And it's got pretty much all the same issues the first one did. But it's still fun. So, number four. It's got some way cooler environments, I think. Yeah, I'll give you that. The, the um, one. What is it? The Clockwork Mansion's really yeah. neat. Yep. But again, just like, I don't know. I feel like it's just... The first one again. Did you do the other um, really cool section that wasn't the Clockwork Mansion? Uh, You'd know no what I was talking about if you did it. Okay. Yeah, no. no. I'll not spoil it. Okay, Caleb? Uh, I think my number four is... Um, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I think it's going to be Tyranny. Tyranny is a big open world... Uh, very RPG-heavy squad-based game. And every hour you play of the game, it just gets cooler and cooler and cooler. The world is awesome. They did a wonderful job with the world building. Is that it? Okay. Right. Yep. Um, my number four is the Jackbox Party Pack 3. And do Ooh. I have to specifically say which one in there, or... Can no, I just highlight it? I think that counts as okay. one. Um, when you can talk reason, about whatever you want in it. The but. reason being is because uh, I thought faking it is a very good addition. Uh, I enjoyed playing that at my housewarming party with my friends. I ended up playing Trivia Murder Party and Quiplash 2 with my entire family on Thanksgiving. And seeing everyone from my grandma who can barely use a phone to you know, my cousins and I... Uh, that are very tech savvy, like everyone across the board being able to gather around a TV and playing the game, I thought was a very interesting thing. And I was just like, this is cool. Like, this is a cool thing of how, like, you can basically have board games now on the computer. And of course, you also have things like Quiplash 2, uh, which I thought was a great addition in trying to improve what was already a very fun party game. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's me. Uh, my number four is Steven Sausage Roll. <laughs> yeah! Really? Uh, you played it? Oh my played it. gosh, I love that game. It's fantastic. Um, I, I'm assuming no one else has that on their list. I didn't play no, it Caleb yet, would be the only person expensive. who would. No. I own um, that game. God damn it. I want to own um, that game. Steven Sausage Roll is a super complicated puzzle game that at first I really did not like because I thought it was um, um, one sort of um, puzzle solving solution which is just rolling sausages and and sliding them. I thought that was kind of going to be all there was until they started adding more elements to the game which uh, were almost there from the beginning but they just weren't 
you didn't know about them because you didn't have the ability to use them. It's a very much a puzzle game. Um, it's fantastic. I'm a big puzzle guy. I love Myst, and um, this is just a really, really awesome puzzle game to me. Uh, the elements are just really cool. Very simple um, in terms of design, but it's super complicated in terms of its complexity of puzzle solving. Dark Souls 3 falls into number 3 for me. Mm. That one's also at number 3 for me. Ooh, nice. We'll talk about it later. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, you can talk about it now. Well, I'm going to have it later. Oh, you have it higher. Spoiler okay. alerts. Gotcha. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. That would be you, Jake. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, my number three is Overwatch. Ooh, we'll talk which about we're that later. we're probably going to talk about later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Caleb. Caleb's was also Dark, Dark Souls. Souls. Oh, yeah. that's right. Owen. I feel like Owen just talked. Owen died in between. He, oh, no, I'm he here. Sorry. Like... Uh, my third is Mirror's Edge. Uh, the, Catalyst, the I'm assuming. Catalyst. Yes, Catalyst? Catalyst. The one that just came out uh, this year. Um, I played it at PAX, and I honestly thought I was going to hate it when I played it at PAX because it was missing a lot of um, moves from the first one. And then as I ended up playing it, I realized that the reason why is they made those moves into like character progression, which you know was like things to unlock to then make it easier to go through the open world. I liked the open worldness of it and being able to create your own path more of in this one than in the previous Mirror's Edge. And it still has that sleek, you know, white and red design and graphic kind of look to it, and I like that art style. So uh, I'm going to go with that one. Um, mine was actually also Overwatch, but we're talking about that later. Yeah. Okay. And my third place is Inside, um, which I consider to be a masterclass in crafting a short, atmospheric puzzle game that is all i'm going to say right now <laughs> okay. Sorry. all right on to number two jake number two um i'm just going back and forth between my number one and number two i'm probably gonna give number two to dark souls three which does that mean we can talk about it now yep. yeah yeah okay. <laughs> so cool well, for me, at least, this was my first Dark Souls game. So it was the first time I actually got into that, and I really liked it. It's a lot of fun. Great atmosphere, great combat, really hard. Yeah, it was also my first Dark Souls game. And yeah, the atmosphere is really cool. It's not like a super story-driven game. You don't even have to care about the story. Because it's like not there anyway. But what are you talking fun. about? There's a story. There's two bells. Yeah, you you want to like, ring them. No, I'm just super <laughs> go into the story, then you can learn about it. But it doesn't like force it on you. I'm I'm totally joking. Usually, you just don't even know the story when you're playing through Dark Souls. Like yeah. the opening cinematic is just like, what is happening? <laughs> um, this is my third Dark Souls. Uh, as is Dark Souls three. I've basically gotten into every Dark Souls and played through them all. This is the first Dark Souls. That I played through three times in a row, though. Um, I had a lot of fun playing with Caleb for a while. 
Uh, we kept putting our summon scrolls down and and doing a little bit of co-op action. Uh, the bosses were super creative. I'm actually really impressed at how they're able to be so creative with the boss creation. Um, because this is the third game, it, I still didn't feel like they were like reusing any of the bosses um, from Dark Souls 2 or Dark Souls 1. Uh, so I thought that was really creative. And um, to be completely honest, I think it was a little easier than the other two. Um, the pathing and stuff like that was just pretty straightforward. Uh, there, was, there wasn't much question to it. Um, but I thought it was just a great game overall. Caleb, number two. Uh, my number two is Quern, Undying Thoughts. Oh, boy. Uh, it's higher on your list? Same? Not on your list? Oh, it's on the list. I just can't decide which one spot it's in. <laughs> well, you better decide when we get to you, then. You can talk about it right now, Caleb. Go ahead. No, no, we'll, we'll wait. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, my my number two uh, is Overwatch, so we can discuss Overwatch now, unless someone else put it at number one. Yeah, it's gonna be at number one for me. So okay, okay. wow, spoilers! Jesus. Somehow you <laughs> put it higher than I did. Find it super strange that Owen did not put this at his number one because yeah. you guys ah. mentioned something that is a good number one, which I will use. Oh no! Oh Come no! On. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say that my number two was also Quern. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Quern. Nice. Um, I guess not nice because it's not one, but whatever. I man, I really want to give this game number one, but <clears throat> it's okay. It's it's a little bit of an outlier because it uh, is not a man. It's just it's not a AAA title game. Not a lot of people play it. It's specifically for one type one type of player who loves mist like games. Mm-hmm. Um, Corn was amazing because I have never played a game that reused elements so many times, and it was never in the same way. It was always in a different way. Um, no, I mean, this is not real. I'll, I'll say spoiler. It's not really a spoiler, but the very first puzzle that you solve in the entire game is also one of the very last puzzles that you solve. Um, well. It's right towards the end. It may not be the last puzzle, but it's one of the more, <laughs> one of the closer to the last puzzles, um, which is cool because you use that same puzzle three times in three completely different ways based on the elements in the game, and it's just very, it's just awesome. I mean, it really it felt like for me like mist coming out for the first time. Yep. And in, in trying to solve puzzles, I loved it. Caleb, you can highlight some of it too. Yeah, it's a phenomenal puzzle game, and there none of the puzzle puzzles were repetitive in any way. They all felt different from each other and distinct. And the story wasn't particularly impressive or interesting, but just the puzzles alone were amazing. It really made the game. Oh, this is also a Kickstarter game that just came out. Yeah. I'd agree. Cool. I don't think the story wasn't super there, but the puzzles were just so beyond well done. Yeah. That, um, that's, what, that's what did it for me. All right. Uh, my number two is Titanfall 2. Um. Oh boy. <laughs> Get out. So I, I don't know. Did yeah, you know, uh, Caleb, you had it on it's your five list on earlier, list. right? Yep. Okay. I have it on too. Yeah, Titanfall. Oh, that, I don't know. Are we talking about it <laughs> now or what? 
Probably better talk about say something. Chad. We're waiting on that for later. Sure, or whatever. I'm, I am picked Titanfall. Chad? My number two. Are you guys ready for this? Yep. Pokemon Go. That is my number one. I'm kidding. It's, <laughs> it's, it's actually Factorio because that game is freaking legit. It didn't come out this year. What? Nope. Wow. Oh, well, Good I played work. it this year. I don't have it a number two. It came out actually in I 2011 I can... in Alpha, and it's coming out in 2017. So I wasn't going to put Gears of War 4 on my list, but I guess since wow. Factorio didn't come out, Gears of War 4 Holy is going crap. on number two. So <laughs> Gears of War 4 didn't make your list, but now it suddenly jumped to number two. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, how his mind works. It's because... <sighs> I struggled with Gears. I I really wanted so, to get it in my list, but I just couldn't. So it's because if, it's bad. If I had to rework my list because of the fact that I didn't look up when Factorio came out and I played it this year, and this is the only time I've ever heard of that game, um, I'd probably have to put Gears of War 4 down at 5 and then move everything up. So my list is kind of skewed right now. Uh, but for Gears of War 4, I had an issue with it too. I've been a Gears fan since for like ever. Like, since it's been released. Um, but Gears 4, like, the way they released the PC and Xbox One version without crossplay on competitive, and the way that the campaign was just kind of, eh, it kind of, it's lost to me a little bit uh, until they make ma- major changes, so. But I think it's still a solid game. Um, I still like the atmosphere. I still like tossing it on every once in a while to just play it to pass some time. Um, but yeah, I guess that's going to be my... Toss in quick number two. <laughs> okay. Okay, hey, I was thinking, because we've done number twos, maybe before we do number ones, we can kind of toss in some honorable mentions here. Oh, and then we can sure. highlight number ones at the very last. Okay. Thoughts? Maybe? I, Anybody? Yeah. No, sure. Good, good sure. idea. Good idea. Can I honorably mention <clears throat> DLC? Sure. Please. Yes. Yeah, sure. I'll, okay. I'll vote that. That's the perfect use of honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> and can I start? Sure. I don't know who whose turn it was. Starting the other honorable mentions. I think it's Caleb. Caleb. Should be... I guess it should be me, Caleb. Huh? Yep. Um. Wow. I'm really springing this on me, guys. Well, I mean, yeah, I can, if you I don't want to go, start. have Chad go. It I doesn't can matter. Start. No, I know mine. So mine's gonna be. Yeah. Mine might be on somebody's list. That's number one. I don't know. It's oxen free. Big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll wow. just move on then. All the number ones. Um, my you only have one honorable mention. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, dang. If I think of another, I'll mention it. But yeah. right. uh, my honorable mention is since we're adding the DLC for the honorable mentions, um, the DLC for Fallout Four Nuka Cola World, I thought was fantastic. It managed to capture the feel of like discovering any of like the ruined cities again. Like it, it hit me the same way that walking into dc in fallout 3 hit me it it hit me the same way that walking into uh fenway or or diamond city as it's called in the game uh is like it's just one of those things i was like holy crap this is like iconic this is cool this is like amazing and like you can ride all of the rides and everything i just thought it was a very fun way for them to bring a nuka cola into a very front element of the game and give you a very fun area to explore without it being like too story driven or overdone. It was just the right amount of story and just the right amount of cool, fun, random stuff that they added. Any others? I just wanted to throw out that Factorio release date is February 25th, 2016. 
What? On Steam. Yeah. Bill, that's where I got it from. It's released <clears throat> oh, okay. on Steam here. All right. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> and we also said, you know, early access stuff wasn't really what we were going for either. Yeah. You also said that in Mumble when I wasn't around. <laughs> you faggots. Owen, did you have any other, did you have any other honorable mentions? Or is it just Fallout um, or New Cola Town? I mean, that would, that would be really the only one that I would say is uh, honorable mentions. I, there are a bunch of games that I played this year that were from, like, 2015 that I thought were just mind-bogglingly good, and I was like, how the heck did I just get on this train too late? Um, and I'm kind of now put on the spot, so I have to kind of think of those. Um, no, it's fine. You can think. If you come up with any others, we'll, we'll yeah. come back to you. Chad, do you wanna, who wants to go? All right, we don't so... have to have a specific order here. Salvation oh. DLC for um, Nazi Zombies um, Black Ops 3. It was amazing just because the zombies map, everything was kind of just put together. It's like <coughs> almost the end of zombies. I think it is the end of zombies. Um, it's just wrapping up the story that they're on at least. They used like almost every map in one map. So I thought that was really cool and really creative. The, the way they did it, at least. Um, yeah, my, my, my 2015 honorable mention that I've played in 2016 is, uh, is, um, Mini Metro. That game is just, it's such a fun puzzle game. And it seems like the concept of it just seems dumb. Like when I first read it, I was like, this seems dumb. You're building a Metro. How is this fun? But then I played it and just the way that the art style is and the soundtrack to it, it is the greatest game that you can just like put in. 15 minutes like right before you go to bed or you're trying to take a break from playing too many hours of overwatch it is just such a great way to just relax and just be at ease as you play a game yeah okay others i guess i've got two that were at one point on my list but then i started playing newer games and they got bumped uh so the first one is epistory which uh, is a typing game that was in the Humble Monthly Bundle that I believe came out this year. But it is surprisingly fun, uh, and it's freaking gorgeous. The art's really good, and I had a really great time with it. I loved it. Uh, and then the second one I want to mention is Pony Island. came out in January. It's just kind of a small indie game, but it did enough interesting things that I wanted to mention it. It just had a neat concept. When I was just going over the Metacritic just straight scores list for 2016, that's actually pretty close to the top. Really? It's in like the top 20 or something like that. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm kind of upset I didn't play it, <laughs> but it's okay. There's still time. It's not a long game. Uh, I... Everybody... It's probably gonna be mad, but I want to say the division, which very nearly got kicked out of my list. I don't think, in terms of design, it's like a fantastic game, but some of the most fun I've had in a very long time in just like playing a co-op shooter with my friends, went through like the leveling curve and you know got to max level, finding sick loot. All that stuff. It's just a ton of fun. So the end game is bad. 
I don't know about the design overall, like I said, but there's a reason why I had a spot for it. Also, Uncharted 4, which I think is phenomenal, but I haven't finished yet, and also just wasn't... It was too normal, I guess you could say. Very standard. Just kind of another Uncharted game? It's another Uncharted game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a phenomenal game, but it's another Uncharted game, and it's... I think there's other things that were more significant that came out. It's also not on PC, which is a big downfall. Yep. <laughs> We forgot to mention true. these are basically PC only. Because yeah, because most of PC. us yeah play on PC basically only. So yeah. Man, I feel like I need to downgrade my honorable mention list. I have four. Um, yeah, <laughs> just because I have a lot of my honorable list mention, not an honorable list. Honorable mentions. I have um, an announcement real quick. My computer is about to shut off because Windows told me that there's updates and it's not giving me an option to not update. <laughs> no. <laughs> so let's just, let's just run through this real quick. So I'll be out of here want, for a do bit. Do you want to just pause? Aren't you running the server? No. no that runs on not a separate. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, we could just kill the podcast for now. Kill yeah. the recording and pick it back up. My computer's yeah. going to turn off in two minutes. Okay, okay. well, let's, let's, One let's finish honorable mentions and then we'll pause and we'll come back. Why don't we just pause? Because uh, you got a long list of honorable mentions. Uh, it's going to be quick. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I have four honorable mentions, um, probably in, wor- in order from worst to best. Um, I put Halo 5 Forge on my honorable mention, even though I don't know oh, why, God. but I love Halo, and I'm glad it came out for PC finally. Yes. Um, it's they so have, much fun to play multiplayer. It's terrible it right works. now because they have no matchmaking, but I, I still love it. So Halo 5, Halo 5 Forge. Um, super hot. Um. <sighs> So good. I loved it. I still haven't even played it in VR, but just the normal game was fantastic. Um, uh, I have VR The Diner Duo on here. I don't know if it came out this year. I think it did. I assume it did. Almost it's certainly. Out. Okay. I didn't know if it was out, out, or if they're just like... A lot of VR games are just always in beta, it seems like. It definitely could be in early access. I don't know. I don't I think know. it's out, out, though. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's... Uh, another one's on my list, and then probably the the hardest one for me to get rid of was actually Firewatch. Um, yeah. I loved that game. I loved the storyline. It was a beautiful game, and the fact that it was the first release from a um, a little tiny dev, and it was amazing. Just I mean, blew my mind. It was just a really well done game. So those are my honorable mentions. Four of them. It's like a bastion. Yeah, a phenomenal game that comes from a not well known. Yeah, just an unknown. Yep. Yep. I played a couple like that this year too, but Firewatch definitely blew the others out of the water. Yep, there he goes. So um, we're going to pause because Alex's computer decided it's going to restart and we'll be back to talk about our number ones. Okie doke, we're back. Alex, your computer's updated, correct? Correct. Excellent. Excellent. All, All right. It's installed. I'm secured. Ready to go. Okay. Well, we are on to our number ones. And Owen, I do believe you are first to go on number ones. Uh, my number one is Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Um, And the re- reason being is because... 
A, it was a huge cultural thing. Uh, and I think it's been a huge cultural thing because of the fact of, like, everyone that grew up with Pokemon got a chance to actually catch Pokemon and, like, be a Pokemon person going around uh, the city and capturing Pokemon and trying to... And, and I have to say, like... I, I, it, it was just amazing seeing there was a park that was outside my house uh, or my apartment building and nobody was in that park months before Pokemon Go came out. And the second Pokemon Go came out, that park filled with people. And I mean, these people you I've never seen before in the town in my entire life. But all of a sudden, like you just went out there and they're your best friends. And they're just like, hey, you know, there's a such and such that way. There's a such and such this way. There's a really cool Pokemon over there. And then you could just sit there and you're trying to catch your Pokemon and you meet all these people. And I was just like, this is completely bizarre that a app on my phone has made me I've, I've met more people through that in you know, a Pokemon game than any dating app or, you know, social app that I've ever had. And I just thought that was a very successful, you know, video game experience. And I know that a lot of people have stopped playing it. I'm still going because I'm still determined to get my 151. Well, now much higher, but, you know, I, I still want to get the, the Pokemon because it, it's just like something to do. And it's not even that much effort it's just kind of like oh hey you can just turn it on while you're walking to the metro station now i do agree with the fact that it kind of sucks for people that aren't in cities and for those people yeah it, i'm sorry but if you're in a city a plus good job uh when pokemon go first came out my work has a pokey stop and so there were just people sitting at the bar playing or there was just like everybody going from one side of the restaurant to the other just to get the pokey stop hmm. it was funny to watch you all make compelling arguments. I think we can shut this down now. We've got our game of the year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Um, my number one actually turned out... Alex, I bet this is going to be surprising to you. Yep, probably. Titanfall 2. Not surprised mm. at all. <laughs> I am actually a little bit surprised. Yeah, because I haven't played as much multiplayer as you guys have. But the reason that I put this as number one is because A... The campaign was amazing. Um, in comparison to the... Does anybody else have this number one, by the way? I, I, okay, I'm just talking about it. Um, the campaign was amazing. It was not like the original Titanfall, which I was so frustrated with that I I didn't even buy it. I just played the whatever the beta was, and then I thought the what I had played in a shared account or whatever. Somehow I played part of it. Didn't like it at all. Um, the campaign in Titanfall 2 feels like a very small portion of a really, really big war, and yet it seems so important. Um, I love the um, the, the actors. Um, the, the voice acting was great. The story itself was great. Then I also really like what they have done with the multiplayer. Um, it's super fun to play. I don't play nearly enough, obviously. Um, and the time trials are also pretty cool, too. So game just overall just blew the original one out of the water and very satisfied i didn't buy it at first because i thought it was going to be bad and then enough people were like you buy this game bro so finally i did and definitely worth it it's just it feels so good like running yep. on walls sliding grappling around everything just feels good that's yep. the number one thing about that game i think is 
everything that you do just feels supernatural and fluid and amazing. And you you feel like incredibly in control of how your character's moving at all times. Yep. And when you pull off some really cool kill like midair, you just feel awesome about yourself. It's cool. Like you're the coolest person ever. Yep. Grapple somebody midair, kick them in the face. You're like, oh man. And the campaign is probably the most fun FPS. I can't say FPS, I guess. Most fun shooter campaign that I've played in a long time. Yep. Titanfall 2 was also my number one. Oh. Oh, nice. Um, I have a lot of the same opinions as Aaron. Uh, when I was playing through the campaign, I basically picked it up, and it just gripped me, man. Gripped me. Dude. Yep. Campaign like, is wonderful. Like, I I picked up the campaign, and just, I, I played it on it, whatever the normal difficulty is, but then one higher. Played it on that. Uh, and then... I just felt like I had to use all aspects of the game to actually, like, have a successful uh, campaign playthrough. Like, I was throwing grenades while I was, like, running by enemies. Like, it, it teaches you in the beginning, like, what to do. Like, how to... And so I just used the, the teachings and just throughout the entire game was just, like, throwing grenades, uh, using my pistol sometimes, shooting, like, sniper shots off of walls and... And just running up and like bashing people over the head. It was just amazing. It was it was like Doom on steroids. Uh, it was just great. It was to me. It was because uh, I loved the Doom campaign also. But it was a Doom campaign, but just a much much more like important story. If that makes sense at all. I I tried the- to pick back up like Call of Duty's campaign because I used to love um running through those games because they had just like a lot. Of just just stuff going on, just they always try to make it like big bang, but like I think Titanfall did the big bang, but also had it very condensed down into like Aaron saying a very streamlined, important like this is your role in just like the battle. Mm-hmm. And it was in terms of time, it was short. Like the game you play, um, the timeline at which you're you're progressing is not very long at all. It's not like it happens over weeks or months or years. It's like I don't I don't even know if it ever hits nighttime. Does it? I think it's it's like a either twenty four or forty eight hour period. Yeah, but it's and it seems super small because you're just a soldier, but it becomes really important in the scheme, grand scheme of things. It's one planet on a giant multi global scale of war. I don't know. It was just it was cool. The humanization of the robot, I think they did really well. Yeah. Yep. Would agree. Holy. Anthropomorphizing him. His all his dialogue's awesome. Um and I think some of the unique mechanics that they put throughout the campaign and some of the incredibly unique set pieces that are like nothing else in any other shooter campaign I've played are yeah. just awesome. Like the I don't know, like the time warping stuff, that whole sequence when you're flipping back and forth between two time periods and basically fighting two battles at once. Yep. And you're flipping through time at will. So like if you get in a type spot, you flip to the other time period and then you're <sighs> immediately fighting a different type of enemy. So satisfying. And then like you're you're like flipping to one time period, running to a spot where you know another guy in the other time period was standing a second ago and then flipping back and then just like uh, executing him from behind. 
mm-hmm. like all that stuff was amazing it was like really the well parts, done the parts where it's like the walls on fire in one time period and you have to run across it so you go to the next time period and you have to like flip back and forth while you run off of either wall mm-hmm. and it's like it's like you're dodging the uh hazard right i finished all super well done I finished Titanfall 2 the week that you all were having fun out in Kansas. And and when I say you all, I mean Alex. Alex wasn't here, so it made me very lonely. <laughs> uh, but Titanfall, once I finished that, I was just like browsing the Steam store like, what's another good game to play? Like, <laughs> I, I want another good campaign. It just yeah. left me with that like, whew, whoo boy. Just... Last note, the kind of the comments you guys made about the the sort of game design, like elements of, of how the game was played. The two things that really stood out to me that I thought were unique were the <clears throat> sort of world building thing that they had um, where they trained the I can't think of what the bigger robots are called. The Titan killers. What are they called? I can't think of it right now either. Yeah. Oh. The the part of the map where it's like just shoving up like custom built houses and then grass and then areas and it just would change those. I thought that was oh. just like a super cool like you're in this big facility that's building a combat zone that can be modified and changed at will. And I just thought that was really cool. It's kind of like a training ground area. The other, Reapers. The other, huh? Reapers. Reapers. Yeah. yeah. The other element that I thought was just super cool about the sort of the, how it progressed was getting tossed um, yep. like a baseball. I don't think that happened in the first Titanfall, if I remember. Um, no, there was that no was campaign. Just, that was just cool. Oh, I guess I'm right. There was no campaign. That was just cool. <laughs> um, just yeah, I mean, I mean, me. there was just like one line where the, the character you're playing is like, throw me. And then he's like, okay. And then he like throws you. But then there's the next time where he's like, trust me. And then he like the robot picks you up and like throws you across. It was in the the trailer, but it's just still like even when it happened, it was just still amazing. Yep. Like I knew it was coming, but when it happened and I kept playing and like going as fast as possible through that part, oh, it was just so great. It's great. Hey, on to Alex. Yeah. Okay. Following that up, <laughs> my number one game is Super Hot VR, and I will tell you that this is like what vr was made for this is the it's like vr crack mm-hmm. it's like you feel like neo from the matrix dodging bullets like grabbing knives out of people's hands and throwing them at other people shooting bullets with your own bullets slicing a bullet in half in midair like uh, just like i don't know man it's it's I don't have as much detailed articulation to talk about it as I do for Titanfall because it's rather short. There's not a ton to it. You have a few simple mechanics. Time moves when you move. It's in VR, so you're using motion controls. So it's actually when your body moves is when the game moves. And you basically just stand there and people are coming at you trying to kill you. But you feel like a superhero the entire time. Okay, I need to go play the VR version, obviously. (laughs) It's just, um, it's incredible. I, I mean, nobody else played it, so I don't know if it's ever, it's even going to make the list, but by far the best VR experience I've had. And I think it's making use of new technologies in ways that we need to be pushing forward in the future. So in that 
sort of vein of thought looking at something that's come out in the current year i think it's very important Mm. yeah i've not played it in vr but i have played it regularly and you all like the regular game right oh it's all right I really yeah, like the regular game. Right. I wasn't super. Into I mean, it obviously but... wasn't good enough to make anybody's list. It made my, it made my honorable mention. Yeah, that was like my number seven. I think. I think it, like it. It got really cool for me when I realized all of the things that I could do. The first in the game, I was just kind of like, you yeah. know, punching guys, grabbing their guns, shooting people, dodging bullets. But then I realized, like, when you are able to move from one person to another. I would like throw myself a sword and then swap bodies, catch it and slice somebody like, I mean, just all kinds of like cool, unique little tactics that you can then employ because you're able to maneuver differently than you'd think. The slicing bullets in the air thing is awesome. So Um, when you're playing in the VR version, you stand in a spot and then a level is like consisted of like five or six different spots that you stand in. And at the end of each sequence of the spot you're standing in, you there's like a tri- like a pyramid that appears. Mm-hmm. And you look at it for a second and it teleports you to the next spot. But the trick is all the spots it's teleport you, or teleporting you to are like actually in the level. They don't really seem connected at first, but they're actually in the level. So if you actually know where you're going for the next spot, you can like throw yourself weapons and equipment from the spot mm-hmm. where you're currently at and then teleport forward and catch it and murder everybody. I love doing that with the, the katana in that game is amazing. Throwing it at people and just eviscerating them and then getting stuck in the wall, grabbing their gun, shooting someone, then pulling the katana out of the wall and slashing someone again. Super cool. So being in VR and having you spawn into a place where you immediately have two people right in your face with knives and you just grab the knife out of one person's hand, stab him in the face, and then <laughs> slash the other guy. And then as his knife is dropping, you pick that up out of the air and then throw both knives at two other people that are behind them that are approaching and then teleport forward and continue. It's like. Okay, that sounds it's way really, really cool. Than what I played just in regular super hot. And you're doing it. It's, you're really doing it. It's not you're pressing buttons. You're doing it. Hmm. I don't know. It's amazing. Anyway. Uh, Chad's, Chad's was um, first Titanfall 2, which you mentioned. Jake? Uh, it's Oxenfree. It's a little Oxenfree. indie title. I think Caleb's the only other one here who played it. I've played it. I just oh, haven't Aaron, finished it. Aaron didn't finish it. I played and beat it. Oh, that's surprising. It's not a very long game. I had you show up in my game at one point, and it freaked me out. Oh, cool. <laughs> I showed up in Caleb's, too. But, Alex um, actually had both of us show up in his game. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so it doesn't just use one person from your <laughs> uh, friends list. But we can get to that in a second. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, for me, because I was torn between this and Dark Souls 3 for my number one, but what it came down to is what game am I still thinking of the most? Like, what games still, when I'm, like, thinking about, oh, what's, like, a good game that came out this year? It's like, oh, well, Oxenfree was crazy good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mainly just, like, a narrative-driven game. There's some light puzzle solving, but it doesn't honestly have much in the way of gameplay. It's almost like Fire, or, uh, yeah, Firewatch. But I think it handles its concept way better. 
and I think it has an ending that didn't make me want to never play the game again. <laughs> and the dialogue in it is phenomenal. Oh, that's great. I I somehow got Clarissa to hate me, which only 22% <laughs> of people did. Remarkable. I don't know how that happened. I, f- I thought I was normal. <laughs> but I don't know. I think the dialogue makes that game entirely. Absolutely. Yeah, the dialogue is amazing in that game. I would say it and Firewatch are pretty much on par, but like I said, the ending of Firewatch just turned me off so much from that game, whereas this game has an awesome ending. Yeah, this was number eight on my expanded list. Mm. (laughs) So there's that. But yeah, I I also thought it was really interesting because it's got kind of a supernatural element, but at the beginning, that's not clear at all. Like, it seems like it's just going to be like a narrative driven game about these kids who go to a beach and get drunk. Right. And I was like, oh, I can get into that. But then it slowly eases in all the supernatural stuff. And I thought it did a really good job drawing you in. It's all, it also hit that 2016 use of radios that seems yeah. to be in like half the games that came out this year. What the heck? I mean, what? Free, Firewatch. What else is there? Small radios, big televisions. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Oh, there's that other is, ones okay. too. Tomb Raider and so on. <laughs> Kentucky Route One. There you go. Oh sure. Did that come out this year? Um, two, Act Five did. Two, I think. Uh, right? I think two acts came oh, out this year. Oh yeah, no, I think you're right. You're right. So that leaves only one person left. Caleb. Woo! My number one is Overwatch. Overwatch is an amazing team-based shooter. Uh, it has amazing like interactions between the characters, and I don't mean like voice lines. I mean like picks and counter picks. I don't know. It's just it's a blast to play. Uh, Overwatch is yeah. I'll let Owen talk about it. An anymore. amazing yeah. title and it worth the many years of Blizzard not putting out any new IPs. Because <laughs> goddamn, this was they not only did they go for this they knocked it out of the park the way that they designed not just the characters and how all of the characters interact of who can counter who and what each character is good for along with how they built all of the maps because the maps are also designed very very well most and, of them and you don't even think about it until you like sit down and you look at how asymmetrical the maps are and how they work in different ways for both defense and offense that they're like nooks and crannies that are good for this character or that character to either hold or snipe from or shoot from or whatever and then you're just like wow this actually like works really well of how this platform is there for defense but it's kind of useless on offense unless i go over here and this is just for the offensive people and so it's, I think it's just very well balanced, which is the other thing that I'm impressed with is that, you know, you're juggling, what, 23, 20, currently 23, I'm sure at some point more characters, and you have to design maps that can juggle all of the differences of all of those characters and their play styles and make it fair for everybody. It, that's just... That is a tall order for any game to do, and yet somehow they do it well. And their addition of the arcade helped a lot. Yeah, I, I will it agree. It gave some variety I, to the game. It, it really gave it a nice breath of fresh air, because otherwise it just seemed too competitive-based. 
Because there was basically competitive and then competitive training. Yeah. And then Arcade was just like, hey, how about we actually like, have it fun where you can hit a ball into a goal or shoot snowballs at each other. You know, it, it makes it a lot more entertaining. Okay. And now we Overwatch. have to narrow this down into 10. Overwatch was number 11 on my list. Oh. <laughs> why? <laughs> I mean, at least it made it to your list, so I'm happy about that. As a quick I mean, aside, technically all guys... games are on my list at some point. <laughs> Got it. See the new uh the Overwatch comic that they released today? Oh, no, what is it? It's um I think it's called Reflections. It's just like a Christmas one, but uh Tracer's gay. What? Like that's canon. Huh. That's amazing. I have to look at this now. Yeah, yeah we no, know. I was really surprised when I saw it. I was like, shit, is this official Blizzard or is this like a fan made? But I it's mean, official. people were shipping her and Widow. People ship already, anyone, though. But... Like, that's just the internet. That's what they do there. <laughs> okay. On a, on a, on but, a very, like... very dark and brief side note on this, I do work for a porn channel, and goddamn, anything that you can imagine of the Overwatch characters, it does not matter. It exists. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> Anyways, I think we can all agree that because Titanfall is on four of our lists, it goes as number one. Ha! <laughs> we have okay. We ha it's gonna. I definitely think it's gonna. We have to somehow narrow all thirty of these games down. Uh, to Overwatch 10. is also on four of our lists. Here's what I think we do. I think we go around and nominate something to remove. Nominate something to remove? Yeah, that's not going to make the list. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, I can already tell you that Pokemon Go, Jackbox, and uh, <laughs> Ultimate Chicken Horse aren't, so right, now we're down well, to 27. Let me, yeah, let's just remove those, I guess. Why don't we just do the object? number thing? I like the number thing. The number thing? What yeah. is the number thing? You assign point values for positions. Oh so 5 God. is 1, 4 is 2, 3 is wow. 3, 2 is 4, 5 is 1. I think this has one, to be like a five. hearts and minds you thing. You add them all together. <laughs> and now you have a point system that is this game got the most points, period. We can do that. Well, I, mean, I don't, we're gonna be I don't doing know a lot that of that's fair. Here. I don't know if that's fair because I put Titanfall 2 at only second place, right? Mm -hmm. Only because I have this super unique experience with Super Hot. Sure. But that is going to weaken Titanfall's argument against Overwatch. Titanfall has two first place. It's going to win anyway. Well... I'm just saying. Also, you, so you're saying we get five, four, three, two, and one? I think mm -hmm. doing vote? this with math is wrong. Wouldn't we just vote for our own five in no, that no, order? No, 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 no. I'm saying you add the point value for each person's individually. Oh, I see what you're saying. So your first one counts as five points, your second one counts as four, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, you add okay. them all together across games individually. Gotcha. Okay. I but that's kind of, yeah. That's going to get As really Alex hard said. when it gets narrowed down to the one game per list. <laughs> I I kind of like the idea of scratching off the list. I think that'll make sense, and we can probably at least narrow down quite a bit. Yeah. Let's start there. So, obviously, like you said, Nolan, Jackbox Party Pack, Ultimate Chicken Horse, Pokemon Go. 
Yeah, th those those I enjoyed, but they're also, you know, as I said before, they were games that came out in 2016 that I played in 2016, and I enjoyed them, but, like, there are other games that I played this year that were, like, from yeah. 2015. I'm glad nobody's pushing for Pokemon Go, because I have a really extensive counter-argument <laughs> prepared. <laughs> Let's just not. Can, can I... I... I'm gonna... I, I kind of uh, want to know what the counter-argument against I'll, oh, I'll give you is. a taste. Yeah, give me a taste of it's it. It's, like, oh, mostly not a game. You, you just go collect the Pokemon. You can't do anything with anything. You go. You can put stuff in in uh, gyms or whatever by like tapping your screen a couple times. But like, if they had actual Pokemon features like trainer battles, like I don't know, like teaching people moves. I think literally having the, a the team, only thing like that anything, you're saying is that it's not a Pokemon game. Yeah. Be, it is a game. My, it is my not your typical Pokemon game. Would be part of the game is actually going to places, and it's kind of like I don't know. It, it's kind of like a quest in itself. Of the I quest is it. to capture the Pokemon, as much as you know, you play any RPG and they give you a quest to go collect ten of something. That's terrible. Is the worst <laughs> quests. He's <laughs> not wrong. Those Except are pretty ass quests that you hate doing because you have to like grind through it, but you do. <laughs> it's part of game culture. Like it, it, it's not like you haven't done hundreds of those quests before. This conversation is wonderful. We should get back on topic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back on okay. Topic, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch Steven Sausage Roll from the list because obviously yeah. it only made one. Yeah, I suggest I did like it, we drop Tyranny since no one else has played it. Nope. Okay. <laughs> you could fight for it though if it's that good i mean it's really good but no one else has played it so it's not going to get on there i played the character creator and it's 100 percent the best character creator i've ever done it is actually uh, clearly one of you've the not best played wwe 2016 <laughs> <laughs> just jake, throwing that out there. jake i think we're on 2k17 now. actually since alex said yeah, that but... i'm just gonna swap it back over <laughs> we're just gonna unhighlight that <laughs> oh gosh now uh, alex is actually just it's more difficult now it. tyranny I spent two hours and 15 minutes making my character in Tyranny. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay, I actually had an issue making characters. I made my character like three times, at least three times, maybe a fourth. Because right. each time I would make decisions, then I would have to go back to the character creator and start over and be like, this isn't what I wanted my character to be, so now I'm changing it again. All right, back to, back to voting. Owen has already cut three of his games. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're going to have to, everybody has to cut one game from their list. Panzer Medals. I, I was going to say, go ahead and cut Panzer Medals and Dishonored 2. <laughs> Dishonored 2? Yep. I, I cut it. I don't think it deserves the spot. Ooh, that's toughy. It might deserve a top 10 of the year. Mm, if it's on someone else's list, maybe the we can consider it. The only thing it really suffers from not. is being the second in its series. But the thing, what, what bothers me the most about it is Dishonored had a handful of problems that you can look at and be like, the problems are this, 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 and this. Yeah. Dishonored already, fixed none of them. That's pretty much true. We're down to 14 only already. There you go. If you're still including Dishonored 2. Don't. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking there's other ones that could be taken off. That's probably true. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. If we run out of things to take off, we'll pop back on um is anybody does anybody like the witness like i like the witness nope. no no man <laughs> it's really good but it's just not on par with quern not even close no it's really not two completely different games quern blows it out of the water and, and 
we both and we've both played uh Caleb and I both played um Abduction too. Oh god, that game is not good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean nothing. Quern just blows everything out of the water. Except okay. for maybe Steven Sostra. I haven't played it no, yet. I really need to, me? but I'll I'm trust s- you. I'm saying it doesn't Steven blow Sostra's it out of the water. like good because it's like got difficult puzzles. But I'm it's, saying, it gets on, so repetitive. I'm not saying it doesn't blow it out. It, I'm, it's, it's much better, but it doesn't blow it out of the water like it does abduction and mm. okay. mainly just abduction. Well, the guy that made The Witness, which is my favorite puzzle game, said that Steven Sostra's is like the best puzzle game he's ever played. So... <laughs> There's that. All right, we're cutting Titanfall. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'll cut no. you. Um, Fury, do we? Caleb, please. Fury was cool, but it didn't. I don't know. It didn't do plus, that much that was interesting. Plus, Caleb, savage. Yeah, I, I don't know. I probably wouldn't put it on the top ten cut. of the year. All right, I would I accept taking it off. I really like that game, but. I know you're to everything fight for else inside, here. but I would vote we kick inside. Oh my too. gosh, inside is so good. <laughs> oh boy. It was not that good. You just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's not look at inside yet. Okay. What do we got? I vote we kick Factorio since it doesn't actually hasn't actually come out. Oh, yeah. I vote you all are faggots. That game is freaking amazing, and it's you can so play good. it all right now. Um, There's nothing they could do to make that game different enough to be released in 2017 or later. They said they're working on uh, data drives. Oh, snap. Yeah, <laughs> They were working on data drives. That's something else you can build. Oh, wait, the game is all building. Oh, so you can't change much. Is it out? Yeah, uh, is like ninety five percent of the games that are released out right now? Yeah, yeah. all the games on this list, <laughs> you may notice, are yeah, out. About about like ninety five percent of the games are early access. Ninety percent of these? Not these. Just I'm just general, saying in general, games. they're early access, and that is their release. Regardless, no. I think it's going to be difficult to keep it on the list. Although it is number, well, yeah, I think it's going to be difficult to keep it on just by amount of votes. I think just because it became available for purchase on Steam doesn't make it released in early access in this year because it released in early access in 2012. Okay. Uh, what else? We may have to come back to that one. Caleb, you need um, to cut something edge. there, buddy. <laughs> okay, but let's be real. The only thing that's possibly getting cut is Tyranny, and I don't know that it should get cut anyway. What about Mirror's it Edge? It just sucks that none of you have played it. Mirror's Edge is mine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we should cut it. <laughs> All of my picks. Let's just cut Overwatch, Overwatch too. <laughs> Mirror's Edge, I played... Me and Caleb played the beta, at least. Yeah. And I preferred the streamlined linear linear game of the first game. Yeah. I don't really like the open world style with that stuff. I was also kind of irritated. They took away like half of the stuff that you have in the first game for like the entire game. They took it away at the start of the second game. 
They take so it away so that it you can earn eventually. it back because it's an open world game and you need to be able to progress. Which is dumb. I mean, I, I will give you the fact that that is dumb, but I will also argue the fact that... What was the first thing that you said, Alex? <laughs> open world? I like the linear <laughs> game. Yeah, dude, turn on your runner's vision. Done. I don't... I don't... I mean, that's fine. I don't like it because n- and nothing is crafted specifically for a singular experience because the runner's vision just guides you to exactly where you need to go every time so as I don't long really as think that's, that's on you can just follow it i don't think that's the problem i'm not saying like linear in a style of how do i get from point to point i'm saying like they handcrafted levels that progressed in an order for a purpose in the first game and everything had a place and every place had a thing and in the uh, second game, it was just, you can go wherever you want, and everything kind of works with the same mechanics, sort of, but it's not as purpose-built. Um, I see what just, you're just for what it's worth, I think before we even cut Mirror's Edge, we're already down to 10 games. If I'm counting correctly. Perfect. Cut it, then we're down to 9. Now we yeah. can <laughs> add the extra. And we add Dishonored 2 back. Yeah, it's great. I've got 12. You got 12? I must not be counting one. Doom, Titanfall, Dishonored. Well, do we cut Dishonored? So eleven. Doom, Titanfall, Tyranny, Dark Souls, Overwatch, Mirror's Edge, Inside, Quern, Gears. Super oh, we don't hot. Have Gears. Oxen Gears doesn't 3. exist anymore. Gears got cut. Gears isn't even on the list. Yeah, really. Chad removed His Gears from there. Gears pretty good. <laughs> 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 I doesn't even make your on list. Nobody's list. It's pretty, pretty good. good. I, I'm saying for a top ten though. We, <laughs> no, we have more than ten here. But why I'm would we add the, another game that didn't make anybody's list? It made Chad's list. Yeah, until he took it off. Well, Factorio didn't come out, so. Alright, so if you're not counting gears, we're down to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Woo! That's ten. We did. Yeah, well, now we got to put them in an order. Oh God damn it! <laughs> I'm not kicking mirrors okay. for dishonor too. I vote we do that. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Is <laughs> dishonor two got kicked off, and I think there are things that are worse. Yeah. Namely, Mirror's Edge. <laughs> well, Namely that one. Oh well, man, I will fight that Mirror's Edge is better than Dishonored two. Have you played Dishonored 2? I have not, which is why I'm <laughs> That's going to be a it. tough fight. Have you played Dishonored 1? <laughs> have any of you played Mirror's Edge what about than just the beta? What about Dishonored for Tyranny? Nah. I mean, obviously not for you because Tyranny is higher on your list, but overall for the group. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll concede You're willing to cut Mirror's it. Edge. You'll concede Mirror's Edge? I'll concede Mirror's this Edge. This is much easier now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Wait, I what did you concede Mirror's Edge for? Uh, for Dishonored, Dishonored 2. Dude. So that probably goes to 10, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and we still have Inside on our list. Just saying. I haven't played it, so I can't actually say so I don't like it. Oh my gosh. Mirror's Edge. I, but I probably don't like it. I can actually say I wasn't a big fan of it. Inside is like a masterclass in design. It's... Every element they lay out is done so at the perfect time during the game. They've got huge reveals at the end. They've got 
super cool mechanics that unfold have like partway through the game. Yeah, Everything they have that you no do reasoning for. Like there's no reason it was halfway through the game and not just the first time you see that character. Which always irritated me. Okay. It, uh, for what it's worth, if we would have gone with your method, Caleb, for tyranny, it would not be on the list at all. What's my method? When Adding you just count the numbers and, and add it up. Things. Oh yeah, I know. But we're not doing that. <laughs> so you're like, no, I gotta keep it on there. there. Okay, so inside, there's no dialogue anywhere, and okay. everything they explained to you, to you is there's no button prompts on screen. There's no tutorial of any kind. Everything that you find out how to play that game is just done through you playing it, and they manage to teach it to you over the course of the game with l- zero effort whatsoever. The the layout of the design of the game is perfect. Okay. Instead of just talking about inside, let's just narrow this. We have 10. Let's put yeah. it in order and be done with this. So we, now we have an official list. Um, I'm just going to say Titanfall's got to be number one. Yep. I'd agree with that. I probably, mean, the, the way that you guys voted it so high, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. Probably followed by Overwatch. I would love to agree with that. Um, probably followed by Dark Souls. Yeah. And then what do we got? Obviously, I think the last thing on this list is probably going to be one of the ones that only one of you voted for. So Inside, Super Hot, and Tyranny are all going to be probably at the bottom. I imagine so. So we have, what's number four? Quickly, what's it going to be? Anybody? Panzer Mantles. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doom, probably. That's, yeah. Probably. Quern or Doom? Probably Quern. It's probably going to be Quern since it's higher say on Doom. people's lists than Doom. Probably Quern, then probably followed closely by Doom, then probably uh, Dishonored, I would guess. And then we have the four solos. What's it going to be? Battle amongst yourselves. Dishonored yeah, 2 almost solo? didn't oh, make the Creed. list. Oh, yeah. We had to delete something to bring Dishonored yeah, back no, Dishonored on. Now it's making it higher 10. up in the list. Number yeah. 10. All right. And we can go ahead and put Oxen Free at the top. That's at six. Yeah, I'm okay, okay with that. I am Fine. okay with this. That was a good game. Yeah. Okay. Followed by. Tyranny inside super hot? Dishonored? Super hot inside tyranny. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to obviously say tyranny at the top because. Okay. It was the one that I played all three of them. Alex, you voted for tyranny. No one else voted for super hot VR and no one else liked inside. So I'm assuming it should go tyranny, (laughs) super hot inside. I voted for tyranny's character creator. Yeah, well, (laughs) it's really good. That's a vote. I mean, that basically counts. That's what we're going to call it. Calling it. I don't know if you can just do that. I'm just yeah, calling I don't know it. If you can just do that either. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll back, I'll back Aaron up here. What was your tyranny? Super hot inside, dishonored. Yep. Yep. Mm. And super hot tyranny inside, dishonored. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you literally no. We're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave. Super it. hot is too good. We're gonna leave it. 
This is what we're leaving it at. All right, so overall, here we go. Number one, Titanfall 2. Super two Overwatch. too good for place eight. <laughs> Yo, I have a real problem with this. Three, Dark Souls 3. Four, Queer and Undying Thoughts. Five, Doom. Six, Oxenfree. Six, seven, Tyranny. Eight, Super Hot VR. Nine, Inside. And ten, Dishonored 2. Well done. We actually managed to narrow 30 games down to ten. Well, that's amazing. It wasn't yeah. even that hard. No. Uh, he said it was going to be difficult. <laughs> I, uh, well, you know. I mean, it took an hour and 30 minutes for us to do but yeah we but did the it. normal podcast is like an hour <laughs> yeah. not anymore. at least it's, got, it's much longer More like an hour and 15 yeah see okay easy, easy well um i guess we're gonna wrap it up then uh thanks for joining us for our uh i guess you can't, can't really call this a top five anymore it's more of a uh this has become a top 10 i guess mm-hmm. but thanks for joining us for our personal top five that we narrowed down into a top 10 list um, this is our last podcast of this year, so... You know what the from, best part about what? this top 10 list is? What? I'm the only person who all five of their games got on it. Uh, yeah, pretty, you're, pretty you're the only person <laughs> who only has one original thought, so Whoa. there's also that. Ooh. Whoa! Um, I'm calling Quern not an original thought? Um, it's on my list. Psh, doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. I showed it to you. <laughs> Whatever. I anyway, showed you that Anyway, the point is... Um, thanks for joining us uh, from all of us we hope you have a Merry Christmas and we will catch you in 2017 when we come out with our first podcast next year Bye. Um, you also only had one suck oh, it gosh. Shut suck it see ya This week's podcast was produced by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Caleb Juno, Chad McCoslin, Jake John Federkyle, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R. We love using his music. It sounds so good every time. Please go check him out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amair, A-M-A-I-R. Last but not least, this week's podcast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial a small but amazing shop of makers, fabricators, designers based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check them out at www.reclaimindustrial.com or on Instagram. You can also check out our website at www.wearethorizon.com. We update that content all the time. So take a look and have a Merry Christmas. Until next time, this has been The Forecast.